When I was creating tweets for myself, I saw the traction in providing value in these tweets. Like somebody will stop their day and read what you have to say and either be educated by it, entertained by it, or inspired by it. Right. Mm -hmm. I realized that's the formula. That's the framework. Mm -hmm. The framework is entertainment, education, or inspiration. inspiration. So if I'm going to put out content, I'm not going to put out any look at me content. That's what most people are doing on social media. Hmm. We're going to run the learn from me play. Yes. Laugh with me play. Right. Be motivated, be motivated with us play. Just give me the cheat code. All right, you guys, welcome back to another episode of Cheat Code Unlocked, man. Today we have the one. The only Mr. Maddie J in the building. Yes, sir. Watch you for some time. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you move different. <laughs> move different. <laughs> move different. <laughs> Camera lights action. The CEO of CEOs. All right, we finally made it to the cheat code. You know what I'm saying? Finally. Finally. Look. Right, you guys, welcome back to another episode of Cheat Code Unlocked, man. Today we have the one, the only, <laughs> the CEO of CEOs, Mr. Maddie J in the building. Yes, man. sir. Maddie. All right, we finally made it to the cheat code. You know what I'm saying? Know, finally. Code, finally. Look, I appreciate, <laughs> appreciate you being here first and foremost, man. Yeah, um, you know, I've been watching you for some time. Obviously, you move different. You move different. <laughs> move different. Camera lights action. You move different, you know what I mean? And, and it stands out, and I think that's definitely something to be said there. You know Amen. what I'm saying? That shit sure. can do anything for sure, man. So, yeah, I want to sure. first give all thanks and praise to God for, for running this play for us. 100%. For Connecting sure. high-level playmakers together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Playmaker. Yeah. Shout out to everybody, sure. the family. Um, I'm yeah. glad to be here. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready uh-huh. to share some of my experiences, learn some game yeah, from guys' sure, perspective, too, sure, sure. and trade some value. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Do it. Let's Dude, trade, some trade, trade some value. Trade some value. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you did. That's a cheat code right there. We're going to trade some cheat codes today, man. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, Maddie's like, uh, you know, a huge, huge, huge entrepreneur in the space. Most of y'all probably already know that. Uh, but, Maddie, let's, let's kind of jump into your background, kind of okay. how you got to where you are now, you know what I'm saying, and what the, what the first... The first play was okay. The first play was I was born. That's a major, major God play. bless. God bless. <laughs> that. Play. Yeah, for sure. I was born and raised in the Los Angeles greater area. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Covina. I grew up in Covina. It's okay. called a, a city called Covina. Yeah. The six two six area. Okay. And I was what really big on sports. Um, but which, I which moved basketball. I was playing. I was hooping. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was hooping. Got, got some high heard, heard Yeah, I was, I was hooping. I know. Yeah. I, I, you should have pulled up. I called yeah. this man. All I could hear was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was with Mitch. One Matter of fact, last Yo, night. Okay, yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. So, um, once I my I'm actually moved to a, a different area of like Greater LA, the Valley, the A1A, mm. and in the Valley. I became a hustler actually mm-hmm. selling candy. And the reason why I started oh, selling man. candy is because my dad, anytime I asked for my dad for something, it was like walking on eggshells. Yeah. So I said, okay, I need to generate some income. However, it came from the fact that I love candy. I love candy. Mm. Like man. to this day. You and this guy both. I got man. an issue. Sweet tooth. Super sweet tooth. Crazy. 
so I always I used to buy candy for myself, and people would ask for it. And of course, I'm I'm, I'm gracious enough to give. Right, but right, at right. the end of the day, I'm like, damn, I can't always get my candy away. Facts. Put two and the two together. I realized an issue. The issue was. I didn't really have control of what I wanted to get without mm-hmm. having to go through my dad. Kind of more on that story to me is simplification, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of times Bro, we, over, for sure. we, over, we overcomplicated what uh. entrepreneurship is. And, and then there's a problem and there's a solution. Simple and the person that, that kind of provides that solution is the uh, is what we call an entrepreneur, right? right. You know what yeah, I mean? Value exchange, everything's real, real straightforward. So that's actually dope. A dope origin story. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was I literally... think a lot of a lot of people can relate. A lot of parents can identify that in their kids. You know what I'm saying? Right. Parents out there. You know what I'm saying? The kids asking you for something, just you know, be able to encourage them. Ask them, Facts. hey, how can you turn this into a business? You know what Facts. I'm saying? Shout out to all my African parents out there yeah. creating all these <laughs> entrepreneurs. I know you now, now, now you know why we like this. Why we African parents? Something Y'all wanted us to just go to school, get good jobs, be engineers, and all that Facts. stuff. But look. Facts. You know, y'all y'all created something even better. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Created a monster. We can run the plays. Money monster. Created playmakers, man. So that's dope. All right, so you got your first play, man. You're doing candy. You know what I'm saying? first play. Or you get into college, I'm, I'm assuming, or Man. Like college, or well, college. How, how did that, what how college? did that time period, how, good, yeah, how, how did that time period happen? Yeah. Right. Okay. All right, so after high school, I enrolled to college. Mm-hmm. It was a JC. Mm-hmm. It was called Pierce College in, in Woodland Hills. So I had to figure out what to do. Yeah. I went to the computer lab, and I'm learning, I'm messing with these programs. I developed a skill to design. I was editing my pictures, editing my profile. I became really good at not only design, but also coding, HTML. Yeah, right, HTML yeah. back then, yeah. And it came up, my creative side came up with the idea to do that F top eight. Mm-hmm. And I made eight profiles, Man. made the icon, spelled the letters out, yeah. and I made those profiles my top eight in order. Oh, So yeah, when you go to my page, it'll say F top eight. eight. Yo. Yeah. So what crazy. everybody did was go to my page, and they'll click the letter and they'll say, what's going on here? And they'll be able to add the page as a friend and wow. make it their top eight. So oh, everybody so had- Their top eight would also say F, F top, top eight. eight. Had thousands, hundreds of thousands of pages that said F top eight, yes, growing bro. followers. And that's when I realized the power of leveraging trends, yeah. leveraging social media. Creating trends. Creating yeah. trends yeah. like that too. Yeah. Celebrities were doing it. So this is how I connected with Jeremiah, Soldier Boy, yeah. Waka Flocka, Gucci Man. Yeah. And a lot of plays that most people mess up at is when they make a play like that, it's just a moment. It's not a movement. Yeah, oh, nah. So I turned that moment to a movement by designing for these celebrities who are now following me. So I reached out to them. I'm like, oh, this is an opportunity to figure out how I can do work with them. Right, mm-hmm. right. So I reached out to Soulja Boy. I'll design your, your mixtape covers for free. Oh, dope. Well, I, I'll design all your... Mi- and they were dropping mixtape. I'm back in the mixtape area. Yeah, Five mixtapes a week. Yeah, that's yeah. a fact. So that's I got the fact. opportunity to put my logo on these mixtapes. Right. And when they distributed on digital... Um, Platforms like DatPiff and MyMixtape.com. Yeah. Oh, DatPiff, man. That just, yeah, yeah, exactly. That thing used to be on all the mixtapes. Bro, yeah. and world, it was yeah. Worldstar, DatPiff. Those are the rotation mm, that's getting your music out there. And I was a part of that wave by leveraging the celebrities by doing work for them, mm. the design work. Oh, that's major, that's, bro. That's, so I, I, wanna, I don't want nobody to miss that cheat right. code. Man. You just right. drop right there, right. man. Right. Make right. sure you turn your moments into movements, man. Oh, that's that's every, that is That is a, a, a gem, a jewel, a bar, whatever you want to call it, man. You got to turn your moments into movements. Yeah. That's actually yeah. really major because everybody has 
some type of moment. Most, most people on right. social media, if you're trying to be, you know, to do something significant, you're going to have your moment at some point in time. Right. But you always got to be able to recognize it and turn that into a movement. You could have just left that as just being a right, thing. Right. That's it. You That's know a saying? skill set of its own. Yeah, yeah. Sure. even identifying the moment when you're, yeah, in opportunity zones. Like, right. hey, I got all these people at my, at my thumbs, you know, my fingertips. Right. How can I utilize these people to right. get to the next level? Right. You know what I'm saying? I like that word, opportunities. Right. That's right. a hard, that's yeah. a hard yeah. Yeah. All right, so now you leverage, you leverage the social media and now, you know, you, you now come, come come from that to, you know, high level entrepreneurship. Like yes. a bridge that gap for us of okay. going the from- high level place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To be from honest, man, man, to the back end guy. Yeah. To be honest, yeah. everything I did ended up being like a high level play. Mm -hmm. Everything, no matter how people value, look at it, things. Like if I worked at McDonald's, it'll right. be at a high level. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. And most people don't see that the the blessing, uh, how to squeeze all the juice out of a lemon in mm -hmm. your specific situation. Mm -hmm. Right. A lot of us entrepreneurs, we poo poo on nine to fives. Mm -hmm. I've heard somebody call a job the journey of the broke. I'm like, golly, why are like, you going in? That's to hurt me. Yo, what's what you doing? You know what I'm saying? And how you going to yeah. treat your employees? Yeah. 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 Like, what? Yeah. I just posted something actually about something like that. You know what I'm saying? You get a job. You get the job to get the money. You know what I'm saying? The mm -hmm. money to it's gain wealth. Mm -hmm. And then the wealth to gain freedom type mm -hmm. of situation. Makes you know sense. Yep. It's like, it makes it's sense. Just, everything is a step in life. That's exactly. what people miss. Transitional process. Not everything. You just don't wake up one day and then become like, you know what I'm saying? This... Warren Buffett. And I wouldn't even wish that on anybody. Exactly. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. You missed the whole journey. You will literally lose it. If you never go through that process of stepwise motion, you will always end up Facts. in a position where you miss so many lessons Bruh. to get to that position that you'll lose it all. You know Facts. what I'm saying? Yeah. That's crazy. Facts. And that's what happens. Yeah. The statistics are there where people win the lotto. Facts. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> and a lot of people don't realize this entrepreneurship journey is not for the faint of heart. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm one of those people who, you know, I, uh, because of my, my background, I never really was able to get a nine to five mm -hmm. in, in general. You know what I'm saying? So I never have had a real nine to five job. But that entire process, you know, of entrepreneurship is... I mean, you have your peaks, you know what I'm saying? But then when them when them lows, lows come, lows. bro, it's a, it takes a different it takes a different type of personality to be able to deal with those type of situations. So, Facts. you know, jobs definitely provide that stability, you know what I'm saying, to definitely. be able to leverage into other things. So definitely. But um, Yeah, so to answer your question, um, like I always try to figure out ways to optimize my current situation right. at a high level. Right. And my personality trait, I'm very analytical. Mm -hmm. I'm very structured process. I'm looking at the numbers. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to grow the numbers. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so that's what I did with any territory I'm in. So mm -hmm. from the car from the uh from the uh what was the play for the candy selling play to the party, uh, me throwing parties, mm -hmm. me doing digital designs, websites, always trying to do it at a high level. But the thing is, I never relied on doing these plays by myself. Mm -hmm. I always relied on help, mm. finding resources, mm -hmm. leveraging other people's experience, time, energy, money, things of that nature. So that's the reason why I was able to expedite my success in everything I do. Mm -hmm. It was never by myself. Mm -hmm. And when, even with the candy play, keep bringing that up, I was able to scale because I started putting my friends on. Yeah. Right. And as I was putting them on, they was putting me on in opportunities I didn't see. Right. I didn't op opportunities I didn't recognize. Right. Ways right. to run right. a play based on their experience. I'm like, dang, we really grown as a squad, as a team, and allowed me to build even tighter relationships with them. It wasn't just going to school and play basketball. We had other opportunities to bond, yeah. build, yeah. grow, develop, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. So right after the um, candy play, the design play, the party play, dancing play, mm -hmm. I then start 
tapping into creating my own brand mm. on Twitter. This is oh, when okay. Twitter so popped Twitter off. Was the next one. 2009, yeah. 2010, Twitter started making its moves. This is when I, I linked up with my guy Spectacular. Yeah. Spec found me from these dancing videos. Oh, As you <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's evergreen <laughs> content. That's evergreen. The code here. I made evergreen that's the bar. content. Yeah. That's yeah, the bar. I made he, this video three years yeah, ago. It's crazy. And he was on that that tip because you know he's an entertainer. Mm, and that's right. his lane. His lane is being sexy spec right, 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 for the right, ladies right. and doing these dance moves. So we met, we met up, um, linked up based off of that. And then we start to realize that the play is digital content. Mm -hmm. And he went viral a couple of times for some of the videos he made <laughs> because he understood the power of, of the social. Right. Um, so once I started realizing that, I, I connected with, with uh, Spec. We start building out Twitter accounts. Mm. Well, multiples. Yeah, multiple <laughs> pages. We, call, we create parody pages. Man, okay. So these parody pages, Share. we'll create a page, like a parody page, like um, Peter Griffin from mm. Family Guy. Call it Peter Griffey. And tweet with, and like how he would tweet. He was tweeting. Yeah. Wow. Motivational Sheen. quotes in his voice. Sheen. Charlie Sheen was really big at the time with Ooh. the winning statement. Right, right, right. We had his, we made his parody account, Charlie Sheeny. He even Ooh. followed it. Oh, we man. made tweets, funny tweets Ooh. with his style of, yeah. of humor. I don't have, I'm not gonna say I'm not creative. I don't have that level of creativity. Man. So how do you sit down and, and adapt some, like to step into a character? That takes a lot of like man, acting, yeah. creativity, stuff like that, especially consistently. Well, I really don't know the answer on how, like what sparked it. It's an innate sense. It's something yeah. you can do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's yeah. obviously is an origin to it. Yeah. However, I haven't really recognized it yet. I got you. However, when I was creating tweets for myself, I saw the traction in providing value in these tweets. Like somebody will stop their day and read what you have to say and either be educated by it, entertained by it, or inspired by it. Right. Mm -hmm. I realized that's the formula, that's the framework. Mm -hmm. The framework is entertainment, education, or inspiration. Yeah. So if I'm gonna put Man. out content, I'm not gonna put out any look at me content. That's what right. most people are doing on social media. Hmm. We're gonna run the learn from me play, yeah. laugh with me play, Right. Be motivated, be motivated with us play. And that was getting high ROI, return on impact and income. Mm -hmm. Most people, like I said, they were just posting selfies on their MySpace, talking about their own day in a more, I wouldn't say, um, not, they will share their, because Twitter is supposed to be a journal of, right, of right. opportunity to share what's going on in your life. But I would frame it in the context of how it can be relevant to everybody else right? Yeah, as well, yeah, not just myself. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that's, that's a loud traction yeah, that I needed to, to build a following. Yeah, yeah. What advice would you give entrepreneurs today who are trying to build social presence? For me, it's real simple. Um, self-awareness, self-evaluation. If we don't know ourselves, we can't grow ourselves. And a lot of people think that it's um, business development that we need first, but we're the ones running the business. So if we're disorganized in our personal life, we're gonna disorganize the organization. If our personal finances are in shambles, the business finances are gonna shambles. And I saw the connection. Anytime I was going through something in my personal life, it was affecting my business. Man, that's crazy. Because I'm the one running. You're seeing trading. Yeah, so that's, it's, it's, it's the reality. Imbalance. Right, so once I start focusing on personal development, I start getting on YouTube University, that's where the Eric Thomases, the the all these people that were focused on making sure you have a good mental, personal perspective on things, it 10x everything I was doing. Yep. 
I want to work on fertile land. Right. And you know what I'm saying? Right. So that foundation was a game changer. And I don't see enough people talking about how to execute that more effectively. Right. Yeah, we talk about motivation and all that stuff, but not, not real, a real framework to really know who you are and where you've been, where you currently are, and where you plan on going. So once I had a clear path of my destination and my past, oh my God. It was over. Elevation. Now, nah, man, you actually just, you got my head spinning right now because yeah, I, I definitely relate, you know, to that. It's exactly what you're saying. You know, the moment you start getting disorganized personally, or if you are disorganized personally, your business will be disorganized. Right? right, so personal development as the first step to business development is a major, major ball. And I actually appreciate that, you know, you saying that in the first place because that's, you know, definitely, you know, got me thinking about a lot of stuff. Yeah, you know a, lot of, a lot of traders, they ask me, what, what stocks am I um, trading or mm -hmm. investing in? I told him the ticker sign, dollar sign yourself. Y R S S. First investment. Self. I say this. Yeah. It's Scott. I say the exact same Self. thing, bro. Yeah, you invest. are the first investment, the best yeah. investment. I know people who yeah. invest more in other businesses yeah. than they do themselves. themselves. That's yep. a fact. That's, That's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. And you have the highest ROI in your life. The highest. Yeah. Point blank. Without period. a doubt. Yeah. But I get it too because a lot of us don't know exactly how to do that. What framework? Right. Mm -hmm. So I actually create a framework for myself on how to invest in myself. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, see, some people that feel like don't even know. I need I need to hear I need to hear that one. That's a, that's the that sound like an uh, ultimate cheat. Code. Yeah, that sounds is like that a private, uh, is that a private yo, is that a private framework? Is the Chigo? I have the framework is it's a splash. It's an acronym. I mentioned this before a couple of different platforms. So the S stands for your story. A lot of us think that we have to wait until we're of old age to tell our story to other people or have our story documented or have a biopic or right. autobiography. Right. I believe that we should be documenting our life every day, every day mm -hmm. in some form or fashion and packaging it up in a timeline, just like how we was impacted when we saw Last Dance, um, Michael Jordan's documentary. I was impacted because I got to see the whole process, who was all involved. Mm -hmm. The characters, the plots, the ups, oh, the yeah. downs. Storytelling. It yeah. was a story. Tell your story. So the first thing I would do is I'll tell my own story. I'll interview myself. A lot of people go on these, these amazing podcasts to get interviewed, but have you actually interviewed yourself first? Yeah. So that's the S in, in, in Splash. Splash is the acronym. S stands for story. The P stands for personality. A lot of us don't really know our own personality type. If we don't know our own personality, we don't know how to engage with other people with different personalities. 100%. We end up having issues, disagreements. So you're talking something like the Myers-Briggs type thing? Yeah, whether it's Myers-Briggs, the I like the bank code. The bank code keeps it real simple. Um, there's 16 personalities. There's so many different things that you can use to identify your personality, but that's that's key. It's not just zodiac signs. Most people just focus on the zodiac signs, yep. which are legit too, though. By the way, y'all make sure y'all know your sun sign, your moon sign, yeah. the whole nine. I'm with all the run the play. Yeah, yeah but make sure you get that Benko and yeah, Myers Briggs yeah. as well. If you have all three, yeah. find you know, out what works some for sort you. of yeah, synonym in there. You know, for what I'm sure, saying? Yeah. common variables for yeah. sure. So that's the P. The L stands for likes. I need to know what I like. In my life, the food I like, right. the the ambiances I like, the music I like, and a lot of people think they know what they like. But if you don't write it down, you're not going to create what we call um, lifestyle design. You're not going to design your life around those likes. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. For the year 2022, I said, yo, I like these certain types of foods, so I'm going to engage in it more. However, I'm also going to be more optimistic about foods I've never tried before. So I'm in the Delta Sky Club. When we get off a flight, I'm more 
interested in going to the Delta Sky Club to try all the different foods. Uh, I was the type of person that used to say, I hate vegetables. Yeah. You know why? Because my dad used to force me to eat some vegetables I did not like eating. <laughs> and I, that carried with me <laughs> for a long period of time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But now I have to open my mind and say, okay, well, first off, why did I not like vegetables? So once I wrote down my likes and dislikes, I have to ask myself, why did I not like it? And then I realized, oh, it was just a situation or experience that I didn't really enjoy. So I said, okay, let me try and create my own experiences around vegetables. Remember, I like sweets. I like, right, right. right? So I went to Dizzle Side Club. I'm getting the foods. I'm always going to foods that I usually like, but I'm never going to grow it, just always getting the stuff that I like. So I said, all right, let me try something different. I like buffets because I get to try a bunch of different foods. That's why I like Chipotle. You know, it's oh, crazy. Man. This, <laughs> man, this man will eat Chipotle like eight days out the week. I do I do try it. I mean, honestly, being with somebody like <laughs> he might because this, this guy, all he does oh, yeah. is eat something different. Yeah, that's, I, can't that's eat, all, I can't eat that's the same thing. That's, 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 that's a fact. That's a fact. If play. you're with this guy, you're going to eat something different. Yeah, Anybody that's ever traveled with us, anything else, you will try something else. Even if you don't like it, Blah, blah, blah. I believe you, gotta, you gotta try everything yeah. once, 100%. at least once. You You're know? not gonna know 100%. if you like it. So here's the the play though. When I when I was in the Delta Side Club, I'm walking by, I see olives. I'm like, oh, I ain't trying to eat that. Somebody was in the line says, oh, olives. I love olives. I'm like, what? But my mom's like, all right. Why does she love the way she said it was so convincing? Yeah, she said I it to her. Yeah. She was talking to herself. Yeah. Right. She wasn't talking to me. I said, all right, I'm gonna try this olive. Yeah. So I scooped up three of these olives, put it on the plate. I sat down. Again, the taste part of the taste is having the mindset to be open. If I no, say I'm going to hate it, you that's going to be part them. of the yeah. process. 100%. So I was open-minded and humble enough. Like, All right, cool. I'm going to try this out. Tell me why that was the best thing I ever tasted that whole week. That olive, bro. I never thought in my life that I would like olives. Them things was delicious. That's funny, man. Wow. Delicious. I'm a little experienced, but I still didn't like it. Bro, bro. I had similar to my homeboy. He, he, was, oh. he used to eat them out the jar. Was it? No, not, heck no. That's not the one I did. Oh, I'm not oh, doing okay. that. It, it was loaded. So it was like... Oh, it was, oh, they it have food stuff in I always realize, too, yeah. it's also, also how things are prepared. It's not just the thing itself. It's sometimes who makes it, how it's made. So I had All to these consider, variables. Like, yeah. All those variables. Yeah. So I considered that. Cool. And then I documented as I... I like olives. Loaded really? olives. I wrote it down. Loaded olives. And here's yeah. the thing. That's that cool. list, I can now share that list with my friends and family so they don't have to ask me, what do you want to eat? Mm. Yeah. They can look, they, can, they have a yeah. reference. Nah, nah. Man, that's, that's some, that's some boss next level. So somebody say, hey, what you want to eat? You hand them a notebook? Share them a note. My wife knows the time. I don't have to get, think about a lot of arguments between people comes down to what we going to eat. Man, almost every day. We had so many of those moments. Bruh, where we going to eat? I don't know. Then you don't end up eating. Now you're hungry. And now there's something called being angry. You can't perform. Yeah. It's real. Yeah, it's real. So those little things was key. So that's the L and likes. Then I had to, um, A, I had to document my abilities. A lot of us don't know our value because we haven't documented what we're able to do already. So I wrote down every single job I've ever had, every time I make income, like what business I did, I documented all those things and what skills I developed from each one of those businesses, the hard and soft skills, and I put it in a document. So when people ask me, hey, um, what, how can you provide value in this situation? I'm able to share that document and they'll be able to identify, oh, this is the play that we want you to run, right? So that, that was key for me, my abilities. Then I had the S, the other S in Splash was my scares. I documented my scares, the things that are preventing me to do the things that I want to do. Any obstacles, objections I had, I wrote them down. 
And then I have the chance to look that monster in its face and say, okay, why am I tripping about this? And is there a way to overcome it? And when I was very vulnerable and transparent with sharing that list, people who've already overcome those situations can give me advice now. Oh, yo, like, yeah, yo, yo, I went to that same situation, but this is how I, I, I ran the play. Mm -hmm. right? And the only way I could have got help is by sharing it. Most people keep their, their problems in their head. We, can't, we don't know how to help you. 100%. All right, so that was that aspect. Especially, especially men, man. Like, yeah. I got especially, especially men. Yeah. We, we are notorious. Oh, my goodness. We, like, we need emotional support. Scared? Like, what's scared? Ain't no one scared. Yeah. Yeah. All right, no problem talking about Yeah, that. you know what I mean? So that's, 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 that's a good one. All right, okay. and the last three was the H-E-D. H stands for habits. So I document my good and bad habits. The E stands for the events of how I currently entertain, educate, and inspire people. I have to write it down. How am I educating people, impacting people, inspiring people? I write those things down and evaluate it. If I'm doing it at a low level, I need to step it up. Mm -hmm. And the last is the D, my declaration of my core values and mm -hmm. purpose. Mm -hmm. um, me understanding what my core values are is the most important part of business development because it's going to be based around that. Mm -hmm. How I think, how I, what I value. And I make sure that the team members that I have the, in, the, in the group we all share similar values. Right, right, right. Right? And I can't find the team if I with the right values if I don't know my own values. Right. Mm -hmm. well, so I document that and and I complete my splashed. Listen, <laughs> man, we need a splashed journal. Yeah, yeah. We're Max. Come out, I think we need the cars, man. I was Look. checking out the cars. Oh, yeah. oh, what? We got, yeah, I need to run yeah. that play oh, with the splash. Sure, man. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. We, got, we got the flash card. That actually be dope, man. Hey, come listen on, to it. Splash, here now. You hear it now. There's already a claim process. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. No, okay, so just get your splash together because that's something I think, you know, I'm definitely about to do on the plane ride back. Let's oh, run it. I'm going to send you the, the framework, bro. Please yeah, do. Definitely. Please do because, I mean, uh, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's really critical. You so know, a lot of what I'm hearing, you know, I was coming into this, this you know, really looking at, you know, the business end of, you know, of Maddie J, right? Right, right? But, you know, kind of bringing it together, the personal ends, is is the business, is the right? Is you know, the business. You know, like we like Jay said, I'm a businessman, not a businessman, business right? You know right, what I mean? Right. So at the end of the day, your business is you. you know, so it's kind of like the business of yourself. So that's dope. All right, so so okay, so that's main advice to, to new entrepreneurs coming through: get your splash together, do your thing, right? Now, when it comes to um, you know, the back end, because I've seen mm. I've seen you work on the back end, mm -hmm. and I mean, you are a beast, a assassin. Yeah, <laughs> with it. on the on the back end of of of, actual, of the actual business development, whether yeah. it's funnel building, whether it's um you know analytics, you right. know, I think what I, I really want to ask is is really about even the analytics and number side, because mm -hmm. most entrepreneurs don't even know. just don't know the numbers, they don't care to really. Dive in. It's not the fun part of yep. business, yeah. right? For some people, for sure. You know, and, and what I see with, with you is like, you know, you have this creative side, but also analytical side, right? Mm -hmm. It's fun side, but also yeah, yeah. the the, the nitty gritty side. Version. You know what I'm saying? And so, 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 you know, how do you, how do you, you know, how, where do we go from there? How do we balance that? How do we, how do we really that's get good. into the into the stuff that's not fun? For me, again, I believe that I'm really interested because we run, we run plays that we're interested in. And our interest is typically influenced based off of our, our personality, our character. So my bank code, for those who know, it's there's a, there's four categories. You're an action, a nurturer, a blueprint, or a knowledge. So blueprints typically love structure, processes, mm -hmm. reporting, mm -hmm. systems, those 
type of individuals, they love that. They love numbers. Mm -hmm. yeah. So once I understood that this is actually part of my personality type, I understand why some people don't like because that's not their personality type. Yeah. They actually hate it. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. if you're in a position where you don't like the numbers, cool, partner up with somebody who does because it's yeah. needed. You know what's crazy? I love numbers. I always say, like, I, every, I remember numbers. I memorize cars. Like, it's just key. a fun game for me in my head. Yeah, and it's right. natural and innate for yeah. some people yeah. that it's not for others. So once I understood that I'm not an uh, uh, action, action usually loves the attention, loves certain aspects, which is good. Like, everybody plays a, a role. But I'd rather be on the back end. It's just of recent, the last two years, where I'm on the front end, and I see the benefits in it. Yeah. However, I really love the impact of helping impact people who create impact. Right. That's way more scalable. Mm -hmm. If I help Definitely. people who create impact on the back end, I can help create way more impact than just me doing it on my own. So the back end, me lo looking at the numbers was a game changer for me. I'm like, okay, conversion rates. This is why this business isn't getting the ROI that they're looking for. Right. It's not because the model on the website isn't a certain angle like they thought they was. So let me ask you this on, just on that real quick is what what tools do you use in order to track Sheesh. these types of things like conversions and analytics? So like my, my mentor, Jason Miguel, is the one who put me on to the back end stuff. And I learned uh, the hard way. He will tell me information. That's another thing about mentorship. I got It got to a point where I surpassed my mentor and like tangible success, so you could say. But I got, I was really arrogant at that. I was like, how can you tell me to do this? But I'm getting these type of results. And what he was telling me to do, he himself didn't do, right? However, I had to humble myself because, for example, he'll tell me that I have too many, like when I have my clothing line, that I had too many products, too many SKUs. That's the reason why you feel like you're working in your business and not on. He was the very first type person to tell me that that statement. And this was almost 12 years ago. Now we use it all the time, all the time. I didn't understand that. I didn't understand or correlate less products, more results. He was saying, if you do less, you'll get more. I did not understand that, right? So once I started looking at the back end, I said, okay, let me humble myself. Let me look at these numbers. Okay, cool, if I decrease, the amount of SKUs, that means less management of inventory, less marketing focus all over the place, I'll be able to get the results I need. So when I saw, when I did the difference, I saw the, the numbers. I saw the numbers. The conversion rates were way higher when I had less items, less SKUs. And I was sold at that moment on the importance of knowing your numbers. Because the numbers have always, always there. They always, it always was there. I just was never looking at them. And that helped with that process. And once I start running that play, I start learning about other things in that same sphere of influence, like abandoned carts, um, tracking where people are looking at on your on actual your website. website. We talked about that. Yeah, like heat maps. Heat maps. Right. Above the fold. Yeah. Like understanding like what people are looking at, what color, like all that analytical stuff. Mm -hmm. Where to place it. Game changer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. And then it really touched me when I had a coach who can relate really nerdy stuff in a way that is, is cool and creative. He said, have you ever been to a casino? I lived in Vegas at the time. He said, yeah, I've been to a casino. You think they place these tables there randomly? You think they have the, the, the machines making certain noises randomly? Or that the restaurants that you have to eat at are all the way at the back? 
Or when you go to the grocery store, the milk that everybody needs to buy, why it's all the way in the back, mm -hmm. you would think that for convenience, the very thing that people buy the most should be in the front. Mm -hmm. Right. Why is it in the back? Mm -hmm. He asked me all these questions. I'm be like, dang, why is it? Mm -hmm. Conversion rates. Mm -hmm. Be able to increase their conversion rates while mm -hmm. making them, as we know, Get you buy things up, that they pick up. One more thing on your way to that right. milk. That's the process. And I started realizing that everything is numbers. Yeah. Everything. Everything. And I got hooked. I started studying. Um, all these different growth hackers, optimizers, learning how they think, learning their language. Mm -hmm. And then I start implementing. So as I was learning, here was a hack. As I was learning information, I was implementing it simultaneously. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, wasn't just doing it for myself. I, asked, I actually start soliciting services mm -hmm. to other high-level playmakers where I can see the needle be moved. Most people, when they start their business, they start with entry-level entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. I start with high-level entrepreneurs that are already getting yeah, results. Yeah. So when I did something for them, I can see the clear immediate, difference. Right, immediate, right. immediate yeah, difference. Immediate and that was feedback. a cheat code, for real. Yeah, immediate feedback, code. man. That's actually dope. Because now you can tweak things as necessary. And really, not at my own expense. Exactly. I can, it's their business. I can right. do a little bit more risk. Mm -hmm. right. So a lot of, like you guys know in trading, some of the things right. we do are based off of your emotions. Right. Exactly. Well, so there's plays that most people don't want to run because they're emotionally tied mm -hmm. to how it's going to affect them. Right. right. Um, versus carrying it out, te right. A-B testing. Yeah. yeah man, and trial yeah. and error. No. Definitely. Yep. Emotional intelligence is something that's definitely slept on. Like Just yeah. now learning about it. The last crazy. two years, bro. Yeah. Crazy. crazy. Mm -hmm. And managing emotions in business and the trading is really the key to success a lot of times because you're going to have those ups and downs. Right. You're going to do something that, you know, you're going to try something new that's not going to work. That could impact your business, and when you start to, you know, get those fluctuations start to happen, if you overreact and do the do it too emotional, exactly. you're gonna find yourself spinning out of control. It's almost like when you, you know, driving a car and the car starts spinning out of control. You know, they tell you the last thing you want to do is overcorrect. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes Makes sense. you just gotta stay stay straight. So, Makes sense. nah, that's dope. And trading isn't just the stock market. I think we're trading. Everybody's trading in their life. Everybody. Yeah. There's some something. type of trade, Time, freedom mm -hmm. that's happening mm -hmm. at all times. Yep. I mean, like, uh, what, what's his name? Um, uh, Robert Kiyosaki talking about trading. Either you're trading your time for money, right, as a as a as employee, right? You trading your money for money as an investor, or trading somebody else's time for money as a as a business owner. There's definitely always trade offs, you know, no matter what you're doing. So that's that's definitely a bar. Always studying, always growing. You mentioned some growth hackers. Who are your favorite growth hackers in the space that were really able to, you know? Turn Maddie J into Maddie J today. Definitely. So again, Jason Miguel, he put me onto systems 12 years ago from the Trello boards, the Asana, all these companies that exist now. Mm -hmm. I was there in their beta phases. Oh, wow. They gave me access. Clavio really? really? met with the CEO when they first started. Shopify. Mm. Wow. All these platforms that are now mm -hmm. huge, I was dealing with their CFOs, CMOs early on mm -hmm. because Jason can put me on and connect with Jason Miguel mm -hmm. connected me with so I got to grow, learn with them, grow with them, and understand how everything works. Payment processing, all the different Stripe, authorized.net, all these different um, um, SaaS companies. I'm learning the game super, super early. So it was Jason Miguel, some of these um, executives in these pro like software programs. Yeah. Um, I got marketing genius Patel. Oh, Neil Patel. Neil Patel. Man, he's been cranking on online for years. A lot of people still don't know who he is. I'm probably in about 18 of his funnels at this point. Bro, <laughs> Neil Patel was like what Russell Brunson is. Yeah, you know but yeah. Yep, yep. Neil Patel been running that yeah, play. He's the one who put me on heat maps. Really? And checking out 
timers, how long people were looking at the analytics mm-hmm. and using Google Trends and Google Analytics. Mm-hmm. Heavy. So Neil Patel was was strong. I mean, I got a huge list, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And I got that list documented. It's, yeah. it's yeah. in my bio, man. All the people that impacted that me. Um, but yeah, those are the main things. So says in your bio on, on Instagram. Yeah, on my Instagram okay, bio, I have yeah. like every website service I've ever used mm-hmm. in every industry, mm-hmm. all the blogs I've read, I document all that because I knew people were asking. Man. Yo, so make sure y'all go tap into the Man J's link in bio. Click the link in his bio if you yeah. want the cheat codes, Not man. Sweet. Those are all you got all, all of that over yeah, there, man. Free resource, free no resources. paywall, none of that. That's dope. Yeah, that's all right, Maddie, man. Listen, you dropped a bunch of bunch of gems on me. I'm gonna recap what I heard. Let's do it. So we got just keeping it simple. Yeah. Right, what entrepreneurship is finding a finding the problem, solving the need. You know what I'm saying? Finding right. the problem, providing a solution. Right, in exchange of value. We got uh, turning your moments into movements, right? Okay. Always yes. taking advantage of the opportunities nice. that are, you know, presented to you anytime, you know, you have a moment. Find a ways to, to to build off of that to keep the momentum going. Mm-hmm. We got making sure you know your, yourself as an individual, as an entrepreneur, because you are your business, right? Your right. business is going to be a direct reflection of who you are. So if you're not organized, like Maddie said, your business is not going to be organized. What I learned today was education, the importance of education, entertainment, and impact. Like these three, if you're making any decision as an entrepreneur out there, make sure these things are factored into the decision you're making. It will literally expedite your growth to success and your pace to success, which is extremely important. The self-preservation aspect of things like, you know, being personal development, knowing yourself, what you like, what scares you, your abilities, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Man, you listen, I don't, don't want to get, 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 get splashy, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to repeat the whole, you know, the whole podcast here because I can because of the memory we got. But you know what I'm saying? I'm going to leave y'all with that. Education, yeah. entertainment, and impact, man. Man, definitely. That's massive. We definitely about to stay splashy out here, man. Right. Splashy, 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 splashy. Look, this is shameless plug time, man. Yeah, man. Let the people know where they can find you, what you're going on. Where All they, of them. Where they, where, they can, where they can tap into the okay. value of Maddie J. No shame in my game. There you go. You can find out how I document the process with no losses. In my IG, I'm fairly focused on Instagram. So my Instagram name is CEO Maddie J. Please get tapped in and wrapped in. Look forward to seeing y'all. Yes, yes, sir. Man. All right, bro. Appreciate Thanks you. Thanks for the yes, cheat codes. Man. Man, listen, man. Y'all make sure y'all... Like, comment, subscribe. Of course, we all know that good stuff. Yes, but sir. most importantly, make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Yes, sir. Smash that like button. Smash that. Smash that. <laughs>